Welcome back to TK Zoo Outdoors Podcast. We are recording um, from the Wrong Way Lodge again, and we're all here together, six feet apart, and happy to be back together. So enjoy this podcast coming from the UP of Michigan. You're in the kill zone. Welcome back, everybody, to TK Zero Towers Podcast. You're here with Don Brown, Coulter Lubin, and Cody Norton. Um, last time we talked, guys, uh, it was turkey season, and now turkey season has come and went, and we're on to different um, adventures here in the UP of Michigan. Well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we move on, because you're right, we're on to different adventures, and, and Cody and I... Here it comes. We were on different adventures way back in April. Maybe Cody got into May a little bit. But Don, you 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 turkey hunted right till the last day, correct? Yes, that is correct. And yeah. I turkey on it was fun. It's Yep. We chased some birds around. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun season. <laughs> we got the full effect of the season with you. Oh, yeah. You got to hunt the whole... I mean, you got to see from April 18th to May 31st, different birds, like big groups to single toms and everything in between. And you... From, from snow and frost to fully green leaf and mosquitoes and black flies. I got experience a full turkey season in Michigan this year. And I'm not trying to like dog on you here. I mean, you didn't get it done, but you got to experience all that. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> loved every minute of it. Yep. I haven't got to hunt that much in years. <laughs> no, I was... Yep, yep. I had to take time off bass fishing to turkey hunt with you. Totally worth it. No, it was. It was great. I yeah. mean, you did miss one the one time I went with you. Yeah, yeah. Missed a couple, but... <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah, I uh, I called one in off the roost one morning. It was perfect. Um, it's the turkey hunt everybody dreams of right off the roost, coming in gobbling all by himself, and I missed. Yep, flat out missed, about 30 yards. What you hit, you you smoked that one inch tree. I got that tree though. That tree, he didn't he didn't he didn't survive that one for sure. The bird survived. The tree did not. And then when we went out, kind of a last ditch effort. What was it? Second. It was like second last day, yeah. third to last yeah, day. Yeah, second to last day. Yep. And I was trying to live up to the Jake or Taker name and Papa Jake, and I missed him too. So he did. I'll give you. I'll give it to you though. That was that was decent poke. It, yeah, I, I'm not saying it was an excuse. It was for not missing. an unmakeable shot. No, but no, it was not. I but, did not make it. But that thing flew. <laughs> that thing flew away like it didn't even see one. Yeah, color, so I think it was fine. Yeah, he was. He was feeling. He was feeling all right. He's smart. He's gonna be a smart bird next year. I like hunting tough two-year-olds. I haven't shot one in six years, so <laughs> well, just, I gotta leave some stock out there for. You tough, just made tough one birds. pretty tough over there. <laughs> A couple of them, maybe. A couple of them. Another one might be a four-year-old bird next year. Oh, yeah, that was a big one by my house there. Yeah, that was a nice yeah. bird. Yeah, there was a roper out there, and Don's not quite sure if he missed the roper. I'm pretty sure he missed the roper, though. There was a big one. It was like a 10-inch beard, but it wasn't just paint a 10 brusher. It was a paintbrush. It was, you know, and I wouldn't say as big around as a bush light can, but it was pushing it. It was a big one. We like to measure deer antlers and turkey beards 
circumferences and relevant to bush light games. Relevant to bush light. And this was this was this was pushing a Coors Light. Brought Michelob Ultra. Oh yeah, Coors, right around a Michelob Ultra. Coors, well, that's skinnier than a. Yeah, I think it was a Michelob Ultra though. By next year, it'll be a Bush Light. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't quite up to a regular Bush Light can. No, it was close. Michelob Ultra. Regardless, he's smarter. I don't drink those. He's gonna be bigger, and Don's gonna get him next year. But oh, now, yeah. oh we, yeah, we are on to, yeah, the Don season lasted a long time, so it took us a while to. Move on to the next you thing. You just but... enjoy the hunt, though. You just yeah, enjoy the hunt. It was fun. It was a great time. Glad to be with you. <laughs> but we have moved on to a fair amount of fishing and bow fishing and getting food plots ready, cameras, you know, just all sorts of stuff going on. Because, you know, killing is not the most important thing of the hunt. Don, it's you, the experience. You taught me that this spring, and I really, really appreciate it. All right. Just want to make sure we get that one hammer yeah, home yeah, there. Yeah, away, no. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, tons of fishing, tons of bow fishing. How many trips you got in this year? Oh, geez. What's the date today? 200? Uh, it is June. Oh, yeah, we're in June 19th, just after midnight here. But uh, June 19th, I got around uh, just over 50 trips on the boat this year. Nice. Yeah, between, you know, of course, uh, and we talked a little bit about that on our last episode, um, you know, kind of that mid-April, the beginning of May time, got after some coho and some steelhead and some brown trout out in, out in Lake Superior. Some silverfish. The silverfish. Good eaters. Out of the bass boat. Out of the bass boat. <laughs> yeah. Out on Lake Superior. It was pretty cool. I will say, when I went fishing with Coulter this year... And his trolling motor died, oh. and we had to use his 125 horse bass boat motor. Oh, 150. They don't want to, you know, undersell it. We we came up with a great system to slow down the troll because you know you can't go too fast when you're trolling. Yeah, we wanted to be around about two, right? 2.2 to 2.4. That was ideal. Right. And with the big 150, we were running around three. Yep. And we we're like, yep. what do we do? It's just too fast. In the wind, there was no wind that morning. No, so you couldn't like calm. say, "I'm gonna go into the wind." And so we we put my bow mount trolling motor down and tied a life jacket around it, and it worked like a charm. It worked too. like a charm. <laughs> it slowed us perfectly down to two point two, and we caught. We ended up boating a couple more fish after that. After my trolling motor, see the trolling motor worked great for two hours. Yeah. But then when it started to get below 2.2 miles per hour, we feel like we were running too slow. So then we fired up the big motor, and then we threw the life jacket on there. and Caught the biggest brown trout ever. That was a big brown trout. That was trout. a tank. I even let Don reel it in. Yeah, this is very generous of you. Did you miss... Did we... We caught four that morning. I think we went like four for five. Four for five, four for six. I don't remember. Yeah. Four or five, four for six. We had a four species morning, which is always kind of cool. Yeah, a little mixed bag. A little mixed bag. We had a lake trout, a steelhead, a coho, and a brown trout. Yep. All in one morning. So we were back to lunch by 9 30, 10 o'clock probably. Yeah, mid morning. Mid morning. So that was fun. So I got down on the boat. Cody's been on the boat. Yeah. Perch fishing. Don's been on the boat, perch fishing, and coho, whatever you want to call it, coho fishing. Um, but then around the 1st of May, we really started hitting the bass hard, and it's been pretty much a lot of bass fishing. <laughs> a lot of bass fishing. Hours and hours and days and days of it. Um, and it's been fun. A lot of smallmouth fishing. And 
know, where we're at here in the UP, um, you know, we're kind of located out of central upper peninsula. So our big bass fishery, we have tons and tons of inland lakes, tons of good largemouth lakes inland. But I mean, the brunt of our great fishing does happen on Little Bay and Big Bay to knock in the Bay of Green Bay. If you go south of south of uh, like the Ford River. And, uh, you know, it's not a, any secret to the great fishery we have here. I mean, in 2014, they did the um, Bassmaster Elite Angler of the Year tournament here. So it's been, you know, published in a lot of magazines. A lot of shows have been done here. But the fishing is just extraordinary. There's big fish, lots of fish. And I'll tell you what, there's been a lot of people fishing this year. With the whole quarantine and covid and people laid off i mean holy yeah. cow we saw the same thing during turkey season michigan sold out of licenses or we've never sold out of them before we people, sold out of them up here yeah the unit the first we time sold out ever. six thousand yeah. tags yeah. sold out people are just they just wanted to be and outside. it's cool it's cool yeah. that mm-hmm. that people want to get out and it's kind of like so you can't go to the movies you can't go to the restaurant you can't go to the bar i mean this is just for a time period there you can't go to all those places i mean there was only so many places you could legally go. Yeah. And the outdoors was one of them. It was almost not, it wasn't almost something like that you could legally go to. It was actually something they were advocating that you get outdoors. Yeah. And so we saw it. It happened. And you know, some of it, you know, being selfish, you know, you roll into a place that you've been fishing for years and you're like one or two boats and then you're rolling and there's five boats there. It can get a little frustrating, but at the same time, it was cool to see all those people out at boat launches and, you know, you keep your, Keep your distance when you're talking, but it was still good camaraderie and just, yeah. you know, it was kind of a, see other people in a little bit of normalcy. <laughs> it was yeah. a little bit yeah. of normalcy in, in the face of just a lot of, you know, I don't, was that the right way to say that word? Normalcy? I don't think that's a <laughs> that's word. That's not a word? Normalcy. Normalcy. Yeah. normalcy sorry. <laughs> normalcy. There's a little bit of normalcy in a world of a lot of unnormalcy, un- which un- might not be a word. Normalness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cody. Yeah, normal. What's Cody? So. We're not. We're not English <laughs> so here, but no, we barely speak. It. We barely speak. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, it's been cool, and it's it's still a lot of people fishing. Now you have people traveling and stuff because they're just things are starting to open back up, and you're allowed to go across states. So now we're starting to see just a lot of people coming from you know different places to fish our great waters up here. So it's uh, it's been a blast. We caught tons of fish. I don't know how many fish over five pounds this year. I want to say we're pushing. Probably 20 fish over five this year. Smallmouth. Kind of seemed to be like almost a normal thing now. Instead of going out and being like, hey, I got a five-pounder. It's like, hey, I got three of them. Especially <laughs> early on this year, it was crazy. And, and, you know, and I guess, you know, for me, um, just, you know, I moved up here permanently six years ago. I mean, I think part of it's attributed to just, I don't want to say I'm getting any better, but I'm getting more accustomed feel to the areas. For it. Nowhere to go and, you know, the timing. So... Yeah, we've been catching tons and tons of fish. I think we've caught over, I think, 800 bass this year out of my boat. And everything was late this year. Yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, we had a cold spring. We had frost warnings last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I would say everything was a little late um, for the most part. Um, but, I mean, at the same time, I mean, this is your typical timing for when fishing's good. I mean, it's just first of May into June is good all over the place. You know, this is when the fishing is amazing, and that's... It was amazing this year. So it's going to keep being good. High water. High water. More Tons of water. And that's the big thing. We're here. So we're here in Bays to Knock, which is, you know, that's known as a smallmouth, walleye, and becoming more and more known as a northern pike fishery. 
Um, but of course, it's known as like, you know, Escanaba is like the walleye capital of the world. It's been called at times. Um, and it's becoming a great smallmouth fishery. But man, we're getting a fair amount of big largemouth starting to show up now, like in the Bays of Noc, which is, I wouldn't consider it crazy when you start to look at it, but a lot of this high waters, they're flooding a lot of areas, creating a lot of habitat that would, you know, if you were to take that just piece of, of the bay and look at it, it'd be like, oh, that's great largemouth water because it's so flooded, it's flooded timber, it's flooded weeds, it's cattails, it's it's uh, lily pads, it's all the things you would think in a largemouth fishery, but now it's here in the Great Lakes because mineral water levels are up. Since I moved here in 2014, I want to say it's up close to two it's feet. over a foot, easy. It's yeah. well over well a foot. Well over a foot. You know, so it's just a lot of flooded, a lot of flooded, uh, you know, kind of woods almost, you know, that you're fishing, you're fishing a lot of areas that you were walking on six years ago and that's where your boat's going now so yep. it's going to continue to be a great fishery and it's fun i might take you guys out eventually mm. i tried to get you out you're working like on your addition yeah that's true that's true i tried to get a couple times i was on those <laughs> huge bass in the head of the bay yeah and i called you a couple times it wasn't like, because it wasn't invited this year i was like dude that's there is some big bass up here in the head of the bay and you need to come and i was like hey yeah, I mean, not they didn't want to come but it's just Priorities. I don't. I don't have a lot of priorities. Well, I do. It's fishing. Just different. Just fishing. different ones. It's just fishing. That's the first one. I'd like to finish up this edition that I've been farting around with for a year. Get your kids in a different part of the house from you. Yes. Your wife. Yeah. Or get your wife in a different part of the house to you, or is it kids, or what is it? All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> Everybody will have their own space yeah. now. <laughs> but yeah, so that cut into the my fishing time a little bit. Although early it was good. Yeah, it was good. Between yeah. the perch yeah. fishing, I know perch fishing, coho fishing. He took me and my kids out perch fishing, and Cody and his daughter out, yeah. and they all caught fish. And my kids always ask, "When are we going to fish with Mr. Coulter again?" Well, and I invited they're, you. They're hooked now, so yeah. I did my it was job. Great. It was a lot of fun. Now their dad just needs to keep getting them out with old Mr. Coulter. <laughs> I'm Mr. Coulter. Mr. Coulter. Yep. Yep. One oh, time yeah. we called Mr. in my life, and it's by Don's kids, but that feels good. Feels good yesterday <laughs> somewhere. I always yeah. grew up calling everybody Mr. Mrs. Last name, whatever. At least now it's Mr. Coulter, not Mr. No, that's Lubin. That's that's feels like my dad. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> so what have you been doing, Cody? What have you been up to? Well, I mean, I took you out fishing. Yeah, I mean, I mean your kid, by the way. Excuse me, friend. I gotta say it. She kicked our ass. That's what I heard, too. Yeah, it was, no, like, honestly, it wasn't like we babied into her catch. She literally outfished us. Mm -hmm. Like, without any assistance, (laughs) she outfished. (laughs) No, we we had an absolute riot. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're fishing, you know, Lake Michigan waters, spawning perch. It wasn't like, you know, what I grew up doing with inland lake perch fishing. But you're still, you know, drowning crawlers, yeah, Yeah. shallow water, either crawlers or minnows. We used mostly crawlers, I think. And, uh, I mean, what, between the three of us, which I was doing a lot of bait wrangling and fish removal, but, I mean, we probably caught a couple hundred fish. I think we kept, We kept in the 40s. I mean, I kept 15 that night. I want to say we caught close to 60, kept close to 60 that night. Okay, because yeah, I kept fifteen yeah. to twenty, and yeah. then I sent you guys home with forty, and I definitely kept some of your daughter's so fish because I didn't catch that many. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I'll keep some fish, you know. Yeah. But yeah, she was. She yeah, was, then she ended up hooking into 
a big fish and it, she started pulling it up and it's pulling line out and we were getting all excited and figured that she must have hooked into a bass yeah it ends up flashing up by the surface and we both saw stripes and it was like oh nope that's a perch <laughs> holy a crap perch. and Coulter grabbed you grabbed the net I grabbed the net I was yeah. like that's a <laughs> land worthy fish I think know? both of her the two big ones that she caught you netted both of them and they were I think yeah. when we measured them they were around 12 yeah, but Jeez. they were just footballs. That's I mean, they were just you know, it was nothing like a twelve inch. And those, in the those boats perch. next to us nuts. could see it. Oh yeah, they, they were, were all about. They, they were totally cool. Fired like, you, know, you get yeah. a kid on a boat, you can yeah. you know everything yeah. is kind of right. Fine, you know, yeah. because it in this awesome. area we were fishing, and it's I don't want to call it like uh, what's what's that fishing called when you're right next to each other? Kamikaze, not. No. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're on a river and you're all fishing next to each other. There's a term for no, that. Yeah. Is there? It kind of, like, down there reminds me, especially, like, hearing about it and how it was described before getting down there. I always thought of it like ice fishing in the it's summer. It's kind of like a shanty town. You know, like you're, you're dropping in the boats. holes between the boats. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I mean, yeah, depending on what cool. day you go, what time of the day you go, I mean, it's, 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 a lot of we all have 75 boats out there. Packed into a. Because it's a well known, you know. Two yeah. or three acres. Probably. Yeah, yeah, it's tiny. It's yeah. small area. It's tiny. It's yeah. small area. And the wind was whipping when we were down oh, there. People trying to hook up It took me a while to, to get anchored and up. And, yeah. and I kind of felt kind of dumb, really. I couldn't get my anchor tied up until I saw, like, Everybody. a bunch of other people. <laughs> and nobody was moving that day. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, like, you'll see a boat, like, a ways away catching fish. And all of a sudden, it would kind of, like, shift. Right. This is so windy that just nobody dared on. pull their anchor up. Because you'd be going, Because huh? they're just like, hey, I'm anchored in. Now I might as well stay here. Right. You know? And, and I, yeah, it took me a little bit while to get anchored up. Once I got anchored up and Bree got in the back of the boat there and got her thing going, holy cow, it was just... We had, awesome. we had we had all the boats cheering for us, you know. We had this yeah. girl just totally whooping our butts in the back That's of the boat. That's crazy, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and she was just loving it. And yeah, oh, yeah, it was so much fun. And then yeah, got had the the pleasure of cleaning a whole bunch of fish, and we ended up doing a fish I fry. And, yeah, I cleaned, yeah, I cleaned yeah. a few because you you. I mean, by the time we got back, it was like eleven at night or something like that. You know, by the time we got back at my house, and you know, I put still... mine on ice and cleaned them the next morning. Yeah, and, and I, I did mine that night, but <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was great. But at the yeah, same we time, turkey like, hunting the next cow. morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, and then, yeah, we ended up having a fish fry. I think the following night, and then uh, ended up where everything was still on quarantine. So my mom ended up stopping by, and we shuttled her out with some fish for her to take home and fry up she was all excited about it so it was it was fun yeah, actually, i know you shared so well, i actually yeah. took those perch i didn't i didn't eat any of them yeah i threw them all and i froze them and the last time my dad was up which was after some of this quarantine stuff kind of i don't know lessened and, and he could come up here and fish again with me which he typically does this time of year i sent 24 fillets down with him to have with my mom's my grandma yeah, She's been, yeah. you know, dying for some bluegill or perch, and yep. so I was like, I'll that's, freeze those for her, for her, you know. So yeah, so that's good. And I mean, I enjoy eating fish, but at the same time, I, I don't know. It's pretty cool getting to share that with yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, sure. My mom grew up on Higgins Lake fishing, and you know, and she, my grandpa, her dad. I mean, every time we went over there, it was fish fries and yeah, you know, yeah. and morale cooking and everything else. It was just. So that was give them a little bit of that that, that they used really, to have in the past, and especially yeah. right now, especially with some of our, some of the older people in our communities, you know, they they it's not a whole lot of getting out. They haven't gone to restaurants. I mean, well, first of all, restaurants haven't been open, and then if you're a little bit older, there's a little bit more 
got it. You know, you're a little bit more concerned about your health and stuff, so you're maybe even yeah. staying a little, little tighter to the home. So, be able to send them some fish and yep. let them have a little, little bit of a how do how do I say that word again? Normalcy. Normalcy. <laughs> yeah. Normalcy's yes. not it. Mm. That's how the word Still looks though. Doesn't there's. Yeah, no. normalcy. No. A little bit no. of normalcy. No, 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 no. no I don't know how to Not if you spell it directly. <laughs> <laughs> I must spell it wrong too. Say it wrong, spell it wrong. But I know. Other than that, um, we ended up. It was kind of neat too. My mom's dad, like I mentioned, he always would cook morels when we were younger, um, and my mom ended up getting. Uh, hook up with a lady and getting a bunch of morels so really i wow i mean yeah and we've i mean you and me don we spent quite a bit of time just out in the field looking for morels you know trying to come across them during work or hunting or whatever else and we just i've never found one no like it's a it's been (laughs) it's been a big struggle up here um unfortunately so i think until last year i think my mom had found some uh, where she could get get her hands on some um and that was the first time i had had them since i was probably in middle school and i was sitting around my grandpa's you know table mm-hmm. and that and he, cool. he passed away when i was 16 and that's the last time i had them and it was pretty cool last year like tasting one for the first time since then it was just it was like i was sitting so back you went blast found them or you're not no she ended up she found somebody actually close to Shingleton that was, I think was selling them oh. that last year. But then this year she ended I think up I know who coming up with some, <laughs> some trades and, and yeah, ended up being able to, um, I don't know, get her hands on some morels. So that was That's pretty awesome. cool. Um, up page 15 morels for sale. Yep. Yep. And then, um, yeah, other than that, it was, it's been fun messing around with some sausage recipes and doing things that meat processing that I haven't done. So we ended up, uh, I just made a batch of, with my the tom that I got, um, making some turkey apple sausage, like breakfast sausage. So that's been pretty cool. So doing, you know, kind of trying to turn things into turkey sounds good right now. <laughs> it sounds real good. <laughs> Too bad you didn't good. shoot one. <laughs> I had all my turkey already. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. yeah. We made like it into like they think I hunted with my buddy Kyle there, which dude he's see the film eventually hopefully um he's the one who filmed it he made same i think it was apple apple breakfast sausage and then he made this i don't even want to say the recipe it's literally at or uh turkey sandwich like yeah like pulled pork kind of kind of like pulled pork there's some other stuff going on in there and he he gave me like uh like a plastic container of it and that's how I, that's what I ate on my boat for like three days. Yeah. If you ran around noon, I'd be out fishing, like get a spoon out, throw that on some bread and throw it on my mouth. I was like, this is great. <laughs> you can yeah. eat it cold. It was good, really good cold. Yeah. Okay, you know, good, so yeah. Turkey salad. Good, but... Yeah. And that's what we yes. did. We did like tacos with like pulled turkey. Because yeah. like the drumsticks, they have all the bone spurs in there. They're like hardened tendons. Splints that you just... or whatever. That yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we like slow cooked them, pulled them apart, and did tacos with those. Made the sausage out of the thighs and wings. And then I've still got all, we haven't even touched the breast yet, but we'll be doing schnitzel See, it's with that. I mean, for is sure. there anything left of the turkey, or did you eat the feet, or <laughs> what happened to those? We're breaking her down. The, what about the gizzard and the heart and the liver? Yeah, we ate. We didn't oh, touch right the liver. Away. Yeah, we. Yeah. I didn't I get the, the liver off man. this one, but yeah, we did gizzard and heart 
like right away. Bree, yeah. Bree and yeah. I ate that. Yeah. Chelsea and Claire didn't get any, so it was good. Nice did little you, appetizer. Oh, yeah. Talking about using it all, <laughs> did you cut the um, the leg and bore out the spurs? I did. Yep. You did. This okay. is the first turkey that I actually you know has real spurs on it for you, me. You they don't broke have nubs. The Jaker taker. Dang. You shot it out. It is. Yeah, that's over. Thanks yeah. to Don letting me borrow his gun. <laughs> Somehow I missed with my gun, shot that Tom with Don's gun, and then Don missed with his gun. <laughs> yeah. So there's. It was a mess. So they went year. from Jaker takers to the Tom taker to Don Tom, the no taker. Yeah. All Jaker takers to Tom taker to. No you suck. <laughs> no taker. You suck taker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you suck taker. None so. so. No, it was definitely a, a team effort for for my bird this nah, year. So. Nah, that was a fun was turkey. Good. I mean, it was. It, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Hopefully, you guys. I will. found a shed on the one hunt. That was cool. Oh, the one I walked right over. Who stepped right over the thing? Yeah, yeah. Blind finders keepers. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else about it was all mine. It was my property, my permission property. I took them out. I was filming them, but that's fine. I let them have the antler. It was another Uper giant. But you know what was cool about <laughs> yeah. you know what was cool about that morning though. We watched turkeys literally fly, fly out, out, the out of the roost. Yeah, yeah. like right several of them. them. Heard them, saw them. Yeah. When we were in the game, we just they just you know. Always go the opposite way. <laughs> and I think part of it is we set our deagle, which I'm not saying we made any mistake, but I literally think when they pitched on, they couldn't see those. Deagles. I don't think they could see them either. There's a little roll in the field. We're not talking about like yeah. major topography here. We're no. talking about like three, four feet difference. But I mean, what's a turkey decoy? A foot and a half tall or whatever. That alfalfa mm-hmm. itself was a foot tall. And I don't, yeah. well, that's the thing. You know, when Don, you know, he doesn't shoot one until, you know, we're hunting. I mean, the, I mean, those guys are haying. And we're we're all still turkey hunting, <laughs> so <laughs> so because of that, we're trying to get a decoy to stick up a foot and a half of alfalfa, and to see a hen's head sticking out of them. Yeah, that's all you could see was heads, you know. And it was it was it was. A, I mean, we were in the we were in the game. We just a little late to the game, and we were it, in it just off. Just as off. as always with turkey hunting, here's off a little bit, and it just throws the whole thing off. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, how many? I mean, there wasn't a lot of time, and we saw a lot. There was, of a lot, there was like thirteen birds out there, yeah. but they're all jakes and hens. Then we saw a couple. You times think you couldn't get it, one of those jakes to come over? No, 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 not nothing. Stubborn. Yeah, it was fun though. It was fun. Always, always. We hunted pretty much most. Well, most of that up till like one or two o'clock, and yeah. you had your little. Mishap, mishap, and it's a miss. That was it. It wasn't that. a mishap. It was a miss. Yeah. Mishap is something else. Leave the half off of that. Just a miss. <laughs> and I think I ended up taking a nap that day. I think I ended up going bass fishing that night. I think. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So living the dream. It's all. Yeah, it's pretty much all I do. Saw two bears this year turkey hunting. So that's, oh, that's, that's right. Cool. We saw the one when we were. We hunting. knew. Yeah, we filmed. I actually got that on film. Yeah. The yeah. one. Yeah. And then I saw another one on the last morning of the season, walking down the road. But you're all excited about bear season. Yeah, dad, my dad should get a tag this year, and we'll be up here hunting him and try to get him his first bear. And you're going to pay me and beer to bait, right? That's kind of... Yeah, we can work something out. <laughs> okay. Get you some Michelob Ultras. 
That's <laughs> fine. I guess it is what it is. I'll take what I get. So the thing is, with, <laughs> the thing is with Don, you know. So me and Don, we live, we live relatively close to each other now. And there, there's a there's a relatively major road in between us, and it's kind of like I don't want to call it like a. I want to say it's like an unwritten rule. Like, yeah, you stay on that side, you stay on this side, and I have an exact. I know fault. for a hundred percent fact that you do not stay on your side. Yeah, of the road. I know. So I haven't stayed on my side of the road. Well, Don's got a hint that I haven't stayed on my side of the road. So Don is all of a sudden now starting to run into what I would consider my territory. So. You darn right I am. Yeah, I mean he's over there. I mean I invited him over for a uh, for a turkey hunt, and and all of a sudden it turned into a turkey hunt, into a into a scouting for bear hunts, and now I'm in a bear hunt here. So that's it's my how... dad, man. Yeah, you got I know, something I know, against I know, I know. older was... guys trying to get their first bear. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't. That's why I'm letting it slide. If it was you, it wouldn't happen. If it was me, I wouldn't do it. It wouldn't happen. I wouldn't no, do no, it. No, well, yeah. I mean, you might try, but it ain't happening. <laughs> I'd spoil the bait. <laughs> you know. But for your dad, I, I bet we can let it slide. Right. Good deal. There's enough other bears around there. Although my dad is coming up the next year for his first bear too. So. Well, good. I get to help you then. then. Yeah. yeah. We'll film After him. you guys shoot him, it'll be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you give me a call. I'll drag that sucker out of the woods. Four wheeler. <laughs> so Don, what's going on? I got a. Uh, we got to switch. So we we talked about. I don't want to talk too much about bass. Well, I can go on for hours. We ain't got hours. We need to do a Colt or Lubin bass. Yeah, we got to do a little, like a special. bass special. It's just, it's, right. it's not the time. We're talking about too many things. You can things. get into your tips and strategies and all that oh, yeah. stuff. That, that'll be a whole op- or a whole Wacky podcast rigs, or something. rigs. Yeah, yeah. Jigger rigs. <laughs> but. <laughs> no live bait. <laughs> but. Are you doing anything with that food plot over by your house? Uh, Minimal. Very minimal. Minimal, yeah. Is I, there, there's deer out in it, though, right? Yeah, I guess. There's a couple deer around. They're kind of hanging low. They're dropping fawns. Yeah, that's true. I've seen some fawns, though, so that's a good sign. You have any cameras out? One. One camera? Yep. Cody? One. Coulter? One. Good. Sounds like we're prepared. <laughs> <laughs> As long as they show up there, we're we're all set. No, I sprayed my food plot a week ago, and it's starting to... Well, not my food plot, not the whole thing, but to get my screen in. Because I think that made a big difference last year with daytime movement. And so you're going to replant that again? I'm going to replant. A, well, I'm using Northwood Whitetails out of Menominee. They oh. make a mega screen mix or something like yeah. that. I'm going to try that this year. Where'd you get that from? Ordered it online. Really? Yeah, from, their, from their website. Yep. Okay. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yep. It was, I guess, it was pretty I, reasonable. It was only like 20 some bucks for the it plants a half an acre. That's enough for well, more than enough. More than for, enough for my screen, yeah. I think that's where our screen came from that we planted last year. Yeah? I'm not sure if it was the same mix, but... I emailed the guy before I bought it and asked, because my, my pH is, was pretty low last time I had a test, and he's like, yeah, should should do okay, get some lime on there, but he emailed me back right away, you know, good customer service, so huh, we'll give him awesome. a shot. Heck yeah. Get another buck out of there, huh? Yeah. You got your big the tur- in the dirty the dirty pointer this year. <laughs> you know. Do we all get buck? No. Yeah. No. Not Michigan bucks. We got a lot of Cody. Wisconsin buck. Well, we all got bucks. Right? <laughs> we all got bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cody had a little mishap with a Michigan buck. I did. 
Wasn't it last year? Oh, He's still yeah. walking. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Speaking of bucks. Oh, yeah. We got, of, we got. I don't even know how this made it this long. Big <laughs> news today. Big news. Big news. The three of us have drawn Wyoming deer tags. Deer tags. With the intention of shooting mule deer. But, but they are good for both. Yes. And we are in an area. Well, we're in an area with both. Mule deer and whitetail, but I would say where we are going to be hunting, it's... Mule deer. Mule deer. Mule deer. That's both our are, goal, because... Yeah. And both are possible. Unless... But, unless... I see a big whitetail. Yeah. Don's pretty set on that he would pull the trigger on a pretty good whitetail. And Cody and I, we're very certain we would shoot... Any mule Forky deer. mule deer, and somehow we're not okay with a big white tail. So I'm not really sure what's going through our heads, other than the fact that we just want to shoot a mule deer. We're sorry to everybody in Wyoming, but you're going to get three <laughs> three Midwestern guys who've never shot a mule deer out there trying to shoot their first mule deer. But that's, that's yeah. But, but I, I'm sure you're probably used to it, used if to there it. is anybody in Wyoming listening. To but this. kind of part of the backstory <laughs> is even why we are going to Wyoming um, is that I, Coulter, lived in Wyoming, oh, what winter, what, or winter, what summer would that have been? That would have been 12, 12 2012. So I lived out in Wyoming, uh, just around the Bighorn Mountains, um, worked at a fish hatchery out there. So it kind of got me somewhat familiar with Wyoming. Of course, when I was out there, I was thinking a heck of a lot more about fish and not a whole lot about mule deer. Um, but did see a fair, fair amount of mule deer, a fair amount of antelope, a fair amount of elk. Moose, so everything when I was out there, um, but wasn't really thinking about hunting them just because I was living there in the summer. But so because of that, we just kind of got a general. I don't know. We kind of felt good about the area, and then Cody, being I don't know if he just wasn't our friend a couple years ago or what his problem was, but <laughs> he was like a couple years behind. I don't think like, I was Don, invited. I think it was yeah, like the so Don and I friends. had four. <laughs> we had four points. Four. No, you might have had three. I might have had four. Yeah, I think you. Regardless, had I thought it was three, two, one. I think we had the same because we average. I, I thought we were going to average two there. Regardless, yeah. Yeah, Cody yeah. was a little late to the friend wagon game, whatever <laughs> we want to call it. So he wasn't up on the points, so we had to. It, it actually kind of worked out. We, we had to an, slum it down for him. Yeah, we we worked. <laughs> we went into an area that's relatively easier to get. Our chances of shooting a big buck are not as good. But it's an area that it just so happened that I was familiar with and I know people in that area. Just maybe still kind of going to hopefully maybe reach out and have them do a little pre-scouting for us. But but uh, yeah, we're excited. We found out today. Today's 18th, right? Well, well it was. It's the 19th yeah. now. But <laughs> it, hour ago. It was the 18th an hour ago and that's when we found out that we all three, we, went, we put in as a party and figured it out. We actually had to do it all off. We did it all off. I, I call it covid COVID, com- COVID computer. Yeah, we did an online meeting there. We did an online meeting. And all applied together. Because we, oh, couldn't, yep. we couldn't meet in person, so even though we all live within a half hour of each other, we still <laughs> do the old COVID computer, and yep. Yep. we COVID applied, and COVID we got. Well, we didn't get COVID, but we got our COVID, <laughs> we got our tag. <laughs> you know, we so, were successful not. at yeah. avoiding so. COVID and getting our tag. <laughs> yeah. So it was cool, because... Um, Last, I think in January, I ended up going out to Idaho for a little bit for work, and I got to come back through Wyoming and go through the 
the region that we're going to be hunting in. So it was pretty neat for me to get to like lay eyes on it. And I went through, um, kind of, I mean, ended up hitting part of the area right at dusk and there were, there were whitetails everywhere in the bottomlands, muleys all over, up anywhere slightly higher. And then big groups of pronghorns. I mean, it was just, yeah, it was cool as hell and, and pretty neat to see. I mean, yeah. That was the first time I've I don't get you been to Alaska that. a couple times, but that was my first time actually getting out west and getting into the Rockies and getting, you know, yep. it's, I'm pumped. And it was nice just to see it with your own eyes and try to, you know, start mm -hmm. coming up with a plan of what this is actually going to be like once we hit the yeah, it's kind in of, October. The area we're going to be hunting, I mean, I'm not, you know, obviously an expert on out west, but it's like high desert. Yeah, you're in the edge of mountains, but it's yeah, high yeah, desert. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. kind of what you're, you what you're in, um, and it's you know right on the edge of the Bighorn Mountains. Yeah, it's sage. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, and like around. like we said, we're you know our our chances of shooting like a really really huge meal there are you know not the best in this unit. It's a relatively e easier unit to get compared to some of those other places in Wyoming, but at the same time, it's a good it's a good starting point for starting to do some you know some out west haunts and. And our odds seem decent, especially, you know, us being, like, I think we're relatively ambitious and where we want to go. And, and Flatlanders. And we were Flatlanders. We're Flatlanders. But we're going to, you know, we were already talking about trying to get away from people as much as we can, looking at maps and trying to, I mean, it's kind of secret to everything, right, is getting away from people, but might be kind of a thing here, too, because there is a fair amount of hunters in this area, so we're going to try to get away from people, but I'm, we, uh, we did shoot our guns today. Yes. At all... more yardage than we've ever shot a deer at. I know, right? I've never <laughs> shot at a deer that far before. So we're all dialed in at 200 yards with our respective rifles. I think Coulter's running a 7mm 08. Cody's got the 6.5 Creedmoor deer misser. <laughs> and I'm doing the 270 I've never hunted with. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, we got three rifles ready to go out there. And yeah, we, today was our first kind of a... I would say first day shooting the gun. It wasn't our first day shooting these guns, but it's like our first day of zeroing them in at, we'll call it the Wyoming distance. Just, you yeah. know, we would never zero a gun at 200 yards for hunting in the UP. Definitely zero at 100 and probably would never shoot at 100 or very rarely. Right. Um, hundreds a long ways. Hundreds a long ways <laughs> up here. You know, you're lucky if you can see 50, 60 in, you know, most of the most areas, places, most too. of the country we hunt in. And uh, so, yeah, we got them zeroed at 200 and then we're going to, Start to stretch it out and try to figure out kind of, I think we've all kind of agreed just based on our skills and what we think that somewhere between 350 and 400 might be kind of our, I don't know, at least for me, that's going to be my max for comfort. Comfortable. Hopefully by the time we shoot enough, we'll be comfortable at that yeah, rate. We <laughs> yeah, we want to be comfortable. We're, we feel if that not, we can, we'll be in further. We feel that we can get comfortable at 350 to 400 with what we have and, and you know, you always hope for hopefully it'll be closer than that but at the same time if we feel prepared and comfortable with that we'll be able to make that shot mm -hmm. i know i'm not going to be the youtube hero that's shooting on my seven or eight hundred no, yards no, i know that's no, not no, going to be I me just, i mean i want to kill a meal deer don't get me wrong but i don't i don't need to be dropping <laughs> lettuce on our yards you know no, no. i don't need to be shooting at the next the next mountain peak to in order to drop <laughs> it in at them you know <laughs> so i think we're stealthy enough and can move enough we'll be able to make it happen if we can just find animals that's yet to be determined <laughs> i i've kind of enjoyed 
getting ready for hunting out there too not so much like the physical part of it but different gear that you just don't buy when you're just deer hunting in michigan it's like bat you're looking at packs and and boots that aren't like a hundred dollar you know, sit, well, I still might try to get the hundred dollars. <laughs> we'll see how my feet look Just, after that. Yeah, that different that different stuff is it's all cool and interesting to me. I'm a gear guy. I like gear, um, gear junkie. And it's does it's, your wife like gear? Uh, the, no, uh, the credit card bill. Well, the, the gear. Uh, I know what you're getting at. I'm gonna say she's not a fan of it, but she hasn't like flat out taken my card away from me. Yet. Okay, so, so you're still good. I'm still good. And you yeah. got the back. Yeah, I got, got the boots. Right. So you I almost got, got everything, and you still yeah. got the card and the scope. I got, I got a gun, I got a pack, and I got boots. I don't know what else I could. You got enough ammo to get it ready to go? Um, <laughs> you got to run that through mine. Yeah, you guys might need to loan me. Some <laughs> <laughs> run it through mine. Slip <laughs> me some cash, cash down the road. Here, you know. You know. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be a blast. So yeah. we've gotten away from it in the last few podcasts. But Cody's Corner was a thing for a few for a few couple, and it I'm, was. And it I'm was. gonna break it back in here to get Cody talking some more. And he did something kind of cool, and I want him to elaborate on it. And something that you guys at home can do yourselves. And we're talking about getting ready to shoot out west, and you're you know you're you're talking. We're talking getting ready at three, four hundred yards, and you're not going to want to shoot a couple shots and walk down there to check your target at that distance. And Cody kind of came up with a thing um, to make that easier on us, and it'll it's it's a slick system. So I want him to kind of walk it through what the he gums. what he put together, yeah, what, for what he yeah, put together here for uh, this uh, this uh stint of cody's corner here sure Tell us about the so, gong. Lure, lure said, lure i didn't said. know what i was gonna be luring you in with but um well i'm ready to be lured right yeah now. no i and it yeah it's definitely not not my idea didn't come up with it but uh, original yeah. pending. <laughs> but i ended up um seeing the i think it's called yankee thunder the kit for making like a nice target stand for shooting with a rifle for real cheap. So we're obviously trying to do this hunt on a budget. We're trying not to break the bank on any parts of it. Um, so I think I think the brackets and the hangers came for, I don't know, 35, 36 bucks, something like that. We already had a gong. What'd you make those hanging. out of? So those, you buy the, you buy the brackets and the hangers and then, that's Yankee Thunder? Yep. Okay. So that's their kit. But then you buy electrical conduit. And oh, that's the cross member. And yep. So you need one long... Legs. Yeah, one long cross member that goes across. Kind of, Yeah, it's kind of like having two sawhorses. Or, well, I guess one sawhorse made out of electrical conduit. Um, so you have to have, you know, four legs. And then those brackets slide over the... Just one long cross piece that goes across that you can hang multiple gongs off of so we've funders got... send you the hangers too that go on the conduit yep so the, so the kit included two sets of hangers so you can hang two gongs 
Or they, I mean, I think on their website they hang shoes and whatever else to shoot at. <laughs> right. I don't think we're planning on doing that. Um, but then the brackets are just like, uh, I think it's a right angle or, or, or maybe a little smaller for the legs to attach to. And then it has a circle that goes over that main cross piece. Yeah. So basically it, you know, and what was cool there, they have, a they have holes drilled, pre-drilled into the brackets. So then I drilled holes into the electrical conduit, bought some, um, pins that you could put through. So that way you could pick the stand up move it around and the legs don't fall off so otherwise it'd be kind of a pain in the butt to move it around or have it be flexible but now you can just pull it apart in two seconds and, and right. carry carry it in three sections or just pick the whole thing up and move if it you're around just moving it from 100 to 150 or 150 to 200 it's exactly easy to move you can just pick it we, up you, yeah. you had it set around 200 today right Yep. Yeah. And then after it, we got I pulled it right out of the shadows just so you could see it. Yeah. After we got it. Yeah. After we got our guns relatively zeroed in for the amount of wind we had today. Yeah. It was yeah. windy. We decided to do a yeah. little fun shooting at the gongs. And, oh, it's pretty yeah. sweet. It's cool. Cody yeah. started. We're like, ah, we don't want to waste ammo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't want to shoot. Like you said we're cheap. We're like, oh, it's two dollars a shot. I don't know about that. But, and then yeah. and then Cody shoots and it was pretty cool to watch. That's, and then that's and he, at that point he was laying prone. We got off the lead sled. We were just kind of more in like. I don't know what you consider like a more shooting environment. Yeah, when we yeah. saw Cody do it and he hit it both times. Like I'm like, I'll yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. <laughs> then I shoot twice, and all of a sudden Don's like, Yeah, I can shoot twice. So. <laughs> well, I shot three times, but I went two for three. <laughs> you said that's that's pretty much the first time you've ever really shot prone, right? Yeah, I mean was, it's just yeah. not yeah, something not you something do after, in Michigan. Right? Yeah, it's right? not something you ever have to. I mean, honestly, really prepare for. No. Yeah, yeah, like, not here. If you don't shoot prone, you're not considered unprepared because we just don't shoot prone. It's just never right? it's not what we do. Yeah, you know, we might shoot freehand. Yeah, or off, off sticks, or off our sticks, or off or holding line, a tree. A and, line, yeah, yeah. Line, you know, I mean, that's yeah. that's it. And most people, I mean, even yeah, it's just kind of how it is up here. Right. Prone's not a position. We just don't have that kind of vegetation, open country, but something yeah. we gotta. Get better at it. Might be something we're doing in Wyoming. Yeah, exactly. Don's gonna be doing it last because me and Cody are we're gonna be up first for pulling the short (laughs) straws, long straws. I don't know. (laughs) Probably. That'd probably be. We'll shoot the two big ones. Yeah, that. We'll get those out a little bit. Be like Cody in Wisconsin. Same thing. Yeah, I'll shoot that first yearling I see. Uh, And then he shoots the biggest buck of the trip. Yeah, (laughs) you know how it works. Yeah. Can happen. You can't. Can't have too yeah, high expectations. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. just limits you, you know. But <laughs> no, but no, I'm excited. Like for those gongs, like we spray painted them. So then, in between, like you, you can see where you hit on the gong, which would be because really you were. Nice, re- you know? well, I mean, I we were talking about that when I was talking on the phone the other day, just painting them. Yep, just paint them in between shots, and, and you and can see. I mean, we were looking. I mean, granted, it was only two hundred yards today. We were just shooting with ten by forty-two binocs, black and paint. You can, yeah, you could yeah, see. Think, honestly, we could see it better than the paper targets. Oh, that we're like shooting seed targets. Definitely. Yeah. 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 So like, oh, you're a little. Yeah. I mean, high in the right. I mean, you still have the gun, but I'm mean, like, you're. You know, if you were aiming center, you're high to the right, and it was easy to see. You know, yeah. Yep. Once that gong yep. stopped flipping around, and just settled down. Yeah. 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 And then I'm excited to once we start stretching it out. I've been playing around with a couple different apps on my phone for plugging in you know what bullets you're using what rifle what scope and and trying to basically projecting how many moa or mrad you guys are both moa i'm gonna be mrad because 
I got a scope on sale. <laughs> but uh, yours is MRAD. Yep, MRAD. Yeah. But once we start stretching it out, you know, you can plug everything into those apps, and it tells you you need to hold, you know, point two three MRADs over at this distance in order to hit directly in the bullseye. So we need to shoot those, make sure that they're hitting where we where they're supposed to. And then hopefully develop some charts that we can maybe tape right on the side of the gun. Where yep, yep, we ranged it, ranged the deer. Last Here it thing, is, and yeah. we we need to be go up this many. I mean, I'm hoping I'm gonna sneak within about 100 yards of mine. Yeah, I'm yeah. hoping we're gonna pop Let's over a rise and it's gonna be like, oh, oh, there's one right there. Oh, there's three bucks. Hey, look at them. <laughs> Let me get the camera set up. Okay, ready, guys? One, two, three. Boom, boom, boom. That's we all know that's not gonna happen. So that's why we're preparing for the reality, which is not would not just which would be a 10 day struggle where we all you know struggle to fill the tag and probably don't get any shots on camera. <laughs> I hope that's not the case, Tom, but yep, that's possible. Let's, let's, you know, prepare for the worst. So, I am going with you. Yeah, you I've are. I've seen this turkey season. <laughs> yep. Hopefully that's all out of And I've seen a couple of your that's, deer seasons. Yeah. So I I, yep. I am nervous. <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous. You know, I used to have... But a, we do have I Cody. I used to have a horseshoe in my pocket. But we do have Cody. <laughs> I used to. But Cody seems Cody's like Cody's on a freaking. I like to kill stuff. She's on. He's on the hot, the yeah. hot wave here. He likes to kill stuff, and somehow here. some nice stuff pops in front of him lately. And if we're following him around, I mean, it's got to rub off on us somehow. I think so. Yeah, I'm hoping so. That's why we're biting him. That's it. That's the only reason. Yep. We had to slum our tags down. No. <laughs> just to, just, just, to get, your just to get some Cody luck. We'll trade you. We'll trade your points for luck. Yup, so we got Cody Locke, Coney's corner, and it's late. Is there anything else you want to mention in that? I guess um, what I've started doing a couple times is putting on a heavy pack and going for hikes. We, oh, we do have yeah. some some elevation in central to west UP. You guys don't really have much at all around yeah, I got you guys. A, I got a, like a hill on my road that's got to be like, <laughs> you know, 25 feet of elevation change maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. From top to bottom over about, you know, an eighth of a mile. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we've got some nice, um, we've got some hiking trails and some like single track dirt or um, bike trails, mountain bike trails, um, not too far from my house. So I've been going and I did a couple times, and then I was in a, a very tragic mini <laughs> mini bike accident and messed up my knees for a little while. So very I need tragic. to need to uh, start getting back into it. But went for like a a seven mile hike with like a twenty five pound pack up up Mount Marquette, which is one of the you know it's a mountain for us, but it wouldn't qualify as a mountain out west. Yeah. But still like a bald peak and pretty good climb. Um, and then did like a five mile hike with uh, well fifty pounds of shelled corn in the back of my pack because that's the UP way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I needed some weight and, and to put it in there, so I did did like a five mile hike up a up a Hogsback Mountain and back down. So it was neat, you know, like trying to see what it's gonna be like when you go out west get some, to something get some that's just completely different than this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been fun. I'm hoping to do more of that. And, I've been uh, standing in the front of the bass boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just doing a lot of standing. So, You're doing something. 
I'm doing something. <laughs> I ain't doing whatever you sitting. just described with 50, 25 pounds. That, yeah. that ain't happening. No, I'm, chasing I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I'll probably do the, you know, like the whole college, you know, in college, I was a pretty good student, surprisingly. Nobody ever guessed it. I want to say I survived on a lot of procrastination. Right. No, I'm not saying that's the so, same approach I'm going to take this meal dinner home, but this very well might probably. be the same approach. I, yeah, I, mean, I mean, you can get in shape for Wyoming in a few weeks, right? <laughs> I noticed the biggest thing when I lived out there was the elevation, elevation and the effect of Just the oxygen. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big water drinker, which isn't good. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not advocating for not drinking water. When I lived out there, I was drinking water. By yeah. the gallon. Yeah. I know Idaho totally tried to go through thing. the, I mean, it was like four feet deep of snow up towards the tops of the mountains. And even if you were like, you were like snowmobiling, you hopped off. And, <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> this is not. So that normal. whole thing is going to have an effect yeah. on me. You can't, we yeah. just can't train for that. It is what it is. We're going into a higher elevation. And we're probably going to be hunting, I would guess, from four to six, maybe 7,000 feet. Yeah, we got to look at where the cap is because for non-residents in Wyoming, you can't go can't get in the into the mountainous areas. Yeah. yeah, so we'll have to look where. But that I remember line is I lived but yeah. pretty level to where you guys were at. When we were at forty-five hundred feet. You're just there automatically. By you're at forty-five hundred feet. Sure. I mean, it's a high desert, but yeah. it's forty-five hundred feet. Sure. Yeah. And then depending on how high you get up there, because that pass that we're gonna have to go over to get there is right around ten. Holy moly. Is it, yeah. The past. But I mean, that's in the mountain. I think that's I went through there, there at like yeah. one But I mean, the we're gonna, then we're going to go back <laughs> down. Right. But we're going to be from 4,500 to 6,500 for sure. And we're going out there, what, the night of opening day now? Or what, what was I the was. plan there? <laughs> we're going to kid you. We're not going to have a lot of acclimation. No. No. You can work remotely, cool. <laughs> Especially now, you should be. It should be real flexible. Right. Thinking we'll go out there. Do a little hot spot in the car, and we'll be October thirteenth. Thirteenth, two days. We'll leave them. So, guys, opening (laughs) opening day of our season is three months, three weeks, four days, twenty-two hours. But we're (laughs) under four months away. Something just farted. That was me. It was you. Oh, there's a dog. There's four dogs with us tonight. (laughs) One of them started snoring earlier. I thought thought that was going to be bad. Well, the dogs are snoring. Don's farting. Saying it's a dog. (laughs) Not true. I don't deny farts. You'll find that out when we get to Wyoming. Cody's countdown <laughs> date. All count. three of us are living in the tent Co- for Co- over ten days, right? Cody's <laughs> countdown time to a trip that's still a long ways away. What I need another beer, <laughs> and we gotta go to bed. Yep. So, so thanks for hanging out with us on this episode of the TKZ Outdoors podcast. Hope you were at least entertained by our yammering, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening.